1: Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout. Today it's all about Sky Sports Fancy Football with £50,000 up for grabs for the winner. Um, there are still plenty more games to go in Game Week 35 as we are recording, um, but do we have the transfers to cope? Um, my name is Joe and joining me ahead of Game Week 36's fixtures and the tail end <coughs> of the 35 is Luke. Luke, how are you?
0: I'm okay Joe, I'm alright, not too bad. Um, yeah, just, just getting over the line now, aren't we? Um team was okay last week not not anything to shout about it's pretty much been the story of my my season as it's sort of petered out um you know sort of just around the average or maybe just below most weeks uh and not not many options to change anything so yeah yeah, we'll see what we'll see what the last few few games bring us
1: (laughs) yeah it's all about the captaincy really isn't it when we're without any transfers and i've got one left and i'll um so i've used up two um which which I've used to, actually okay they, they've come up, they've come good for me my, my uh, penultimate two transfers one left to go um, so before we have a look at our teams in a bit of detail um, let's have a look at the latest tier two and the man of the match stars for the week so men of the match uh, Luke Shaw uh, Reese James Sacco the Sacco's in your team isn't he so yeah, that's pretty yeah. good um, Harrison still doing well um, in the absence of uh, of some of those some of those midfielders Rafina in particular at Leeds uh, Eze uh, Allen back from Everton back to doing what he does um, impressing the man in the stands um, Callum Wilson and we'll come to him in a sec and my man Chris Wood um, Callum Wilson was pro- I was going to be my what the hell I'm just going to get him in this week but then the news came this morning that he's out for the rest of the season um, no. so mm. uh, abandon uh, Callum Wilson if you've got the transfers and own him if you don't just forget about him um, passing tier 2 Aspilaqueta still in your team um, Laporte uh, I'll just put Leicester defenders uh, in and then sue um, tackles tier two Aspilacuta again, so yeah, he's done really well for you there. Um, mm. Walker Peters, uh, Luke Ailing, um, impressing again in the tiers as he did earlier in the season, and mm. and uh, Cash at Villa saves tier two Larice, uh, Debravka, Allison, Henderson, and Ramsdale. Ramsdale once again getting those saves, mm. tier but um, unfortunately they, he keeps conceding, um, yeah. and shots tier two uh, Ziesch. Kind Wilson, forget about him. Benteke and Treore, so not much to speak about um, no. there. So, um, moving on to uh, your team. So, let's get up. So, it's obviously similar to last week. So, you can sort of go through sort of where you're at and what what you plan to do because there'll be there'll be people listening and watching who probably maybe have no transfers left and we're thinking, what am I going to do? Um, how am I going to you know maintain <laughs> rank or get up the rankings um, and beat those with with a transfer or two. So you've mm. got Martinez, Aspilaqueta Sionchu, Diaz in a 3-4-3 three, three of Saka, Fernandez, Bowen, Rafina, Kane, calvert Lewin um, and Salah. So, yeah, where, where are you at with this and what can you do and who are you happy with?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got, no, I've got no transfers left now, zero. Um, so this is me for the rest of the season. Okay. Um, I'm not, you know, it's okay. Obviously, Bowen is an issue um, because he's not starting and uh, Antonio appeared back. So I should have gone with Lingard, but I already talked about why I went to Bowen, just to be a little bit different. But in any case, Lingard hasn't hasn't outscored Bowen particularly well anyway, so it's not cost me too much yet. Obviously, it could be. Um, Bowen could have scored, actually, last game. I don't know if you saw when he came mm, on. He missed yeah. close to an open goal, but it sort of bounced back at him. So, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just going to be getting your, your captain selection right, as far as I'm concerned, okay. which is always, you know, the main thing in Sky, I think. Um, some of these players who have been pretty poor the last couple of, Last month or so, so Quetta, for example, has barely played. Mm. Um, you know, Saka has been in and out. Uh, Rafinha's obviously been injured, so my team's just been you know five or six players most week, and it, it's really been hurting me. But now they're all coming back, so I'm hoping for um, you know aside from maybe Bowen, I think the rest of the team's pretty well set. Yeah. To be honest, there's not too much I would change. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully I can I can make up a little bit of ground in the last couple of mm. couple of weeks um, and just try and nail those captains, but as for other people who've got transfers left and I think it's what you're looking at I think that Man City versus Newcastle game kind of sticks out because fixtures for Man City after that are good now I appreciate there still could be some rotation there um but especially now when you add in the fact that Wilson's injured um Newcastle look like they're safe I mean it just feels like a very comfortable win is now Mm. possibly on on the cards for that week and um yeah, I still think Man City will want to finish it in style, potentially. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's where I'd probably be looking now uh, is, is to maybe get a Man City asset that, that no one else has really got or is, or is too afraid to get or hasn't got the transfers mm-hmm. to do so. Um, obviously, there's quite a few teams with some <clears throat> some good fixtures, Liverpool being another one. Yeah, um, I think I'd probably look there for the likes of, if you haven't got Trent Alexander-Arnold, he's just been returning nearly every single week. So it seems a pretty no-brainer. Mane looked fantastic the other night and is a big differential. So I suppose you could also look that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably edge towards the defender myself, but Mane is an option. And then obviously Leeds, like we've already discussed, have come yeah. back into it now with some really good games. So Stuart Dallas. Um, Those
1: who've kept Stuart Dallas, yeah, well done.
0: Yeah, I was on a pod with... Um, I did my own little pod with Niall, um, mm. who's, who's a serial sort of top 50 finisher. And he did say it. this at the time of the overhaul, he said... You know, we can't really understand why everyone's moving away from Dallas because um, he's basically the perfect player in terms of he gets bonus, he mm-hmm. gets goals, he plays every week, he plays in defence, and he's super cheap. Yeah. Yet he and all of us virtually moved away because their fixtures sort of toughened up and we went for the likes of Vestergaard mm-hmm. and stuff, which was basically a tragedy. And um, I wish we'd listened to him because if we'd have just left him in, I mean, he just continuously, even in the games where you think he's going to get nothing, he just pops up with something, yeah. usually a goal. Um, you know, you could argue it's a little bit of luck there. I'd, I, I would say that if he could play in uh, Leeds's midfield for the rest of you know another five years, he may not hit that tally for goals. But, um, yeah, what a what a player, and uh, he's certainly an option for these last three games because he's just got such a high ceiling. Right, any yeah. game he plays, he could hit 15, 15 yeah. points plus or something. Just, it's just pops over
1: those goals, and and also yeah. there's the clean sheet potential. It's really strong clean sheet potential yeah, in the three doing main really fixtures. Well um there so yeah if you i mean i've got rafina like you have and so I, I you know i feel okay with Leeds. but yeah if i had more transfers i would double up i would um because leeds fixtures are so strong but certainly if i didn't have any leeds coverage um but yeah as you said in terms of the captaincy it's just that single match day we've got left we've got options lots of options most people will have options on most days except for that friday when newcastle um, and man city play um so, yeah, moving on to my team. So I had three transfers left last week. So my team's completely different now <laughs> um, because I'm in that position where I was top 500. I'm not really playing for any particular leagues or anything. I just want to see how high I can get. And I'm obviously not going to do that with the same players. I need to be a little bit different. And I've been trying to do that a little bit in my transfers. Um, so I've got Martinez in goal, holding... Wan-Bissaka, Alexander-Arnold, nice. Lingard, Mason Mount, Fernandes, Rafinha, Ian Acho, Chris Wood and Salah. And so I'm on 95 and I'm into the top 400. So I've gone up about 100 Lovely. places by being different, which is what we've spoken about.
0: Um, I as I say, last week we uh, we talked about Man United and I said, maybe go Wan-Bissaka yeah. over. And, and,
1: and do you know what? And I, I was on a, I was walking the dog with my son and I said excuse, excuse me but I've just got to go and alter my fantasy team and so I just got my phone out so I was on like you know like about a minute really to do it you know out in the, in the countryside um, and I was all set to do Maguire I just thought surety of minutes mm. and then I don't know what it was maybe your your voice carrying across the wind the wind Five of four. the Somerset levels came back into my head <laughs> I thought no I'm going to get Juan Bissaka and it was that instant moment and hey presto Maguire gets injured he's out probably for the for for this rest of the league season Juan Bissaka got an assist and he looks as as nailed as as anyone uh, as Maguire really um to play so I'm expecting another game for him in game 35 and to play the rest of the rest of the matches um
0: yeah, so, might not feature tonight versus Leicester, but that wouldn't. I think that would have been the same for Maguire as well potentially. But yeah, no, it worked out. I mean, couldn't obviously can't argue, no. uh, can't predict the injury, but I, I do think he's slightly better just yeah. for that assist potential. That's, yeah. that, that's pretty much it. He has got quite a few yeah. this season, and he has got tackles in his locker when Definitely they both tackles. kind of meet passing. So it's just yeah. that extra upside, isn't it?
1: Um, and as a touted Chris Wood in, I got Chris Wood in. I was going to get him for Ian Actually, and then I just realised, well, I can get Chris Wood in for Sionchu, and I think I want to p- go into that Manchester United game with ianaccio as captain rather than sionchu and i don't trust yeah. any of the united yeah. players to start so that's yeah. what i was going to go for there so i've got one transfer left um the other th- thing is who's not in here so who's not in here well sionchu's not in here but harry kane's not in here
0: mm-hmm. i got rid
1: of harry kane for wambasaka yeah
0: worked um, out so
1: far but in in essence i got rid of harry kane for chris wood if you see what i mean moved, yeah. moved it around um, I'm not going to get Harry came back and yeah he may well do me some damage in the last few weeks but I'm at the stage now where you know if I go down 500 places well you know what am I going to remember this from this season that I was 800 or I was mm-hmm. 300 or but yeah it doesn't make a
0: difference
1: no by going for someone different and that's what we're talking about Man City player probably a different one you know I've got I've got a chance of just moving up high just to see how far I can get and I've done a little bit of research with Man City, so I've got a, I've got a table I'll put up on the screen. This is all matches this season. So what I'm looking at, really, as you mentioned about Newcastle, I mean, you've got Diaz. Anyone who's got Diaz, just Captain Diaz, who's very likely to play. And you're looking at a huge...
0: You're looking at 10 points towards us all. Yeah, huge. Captain to 20, obviously.
1: Yeah, huge breadth of points there. You're looking at... Five, five to ten points a match if you captain them ten to twenty that's just what you're looking at there but you know, I don't want to do that I'm going to go, I just think I'm going to go for someone a bit different um, now Aguero despite his terrible penalty um, which even I could have saved um, he got um, in terms of minutes per shot on target so this is whenever they play most likely to get a shot on target it's Aguero he is leading Man City for that for those he's only had eleven appearances. He's had two goals from that. His expected goal involvement is four over those eleven appearances. It's not bad. Um and so I think I might go for him and just go, what the hell? And I'm pretty certain he'll play in that final fixture and he's be, you know, final hurrah, man of the match. What a what an end to the season. An uplifting end to the season, you know, QPR yeah. style.
0: I'm convinced he's gonna play all three games yeah. because Despite missing a penalty, I mean, and, and Pep being frustrated, I mean, that would happen. For me, that happens if any player misses the penalty. And the fact that he tried a Paneki, you don't question Aguero, really. I mean, yeah. he's, you know what I mean? It, it, when it goes in, he looks amazing. He could, could quite easily just miss the side foot. It, yeah. it makes no difference. I think it's just general frustration that he wanted to win the game and secure the title and they yeah. missed the penalty, which is what Man City have been doing all season. Yeah. I don't think that can change the fact that Aguero is like, one of their best all-time players and best all-time strikers and they're going to send him off the right way because they don't need to win any of the games particularly. Um, I mean, obviously they need to confirm it 100%, but I think that's pretty much assured, isn't it? So I'd, I'd be surprised if Aguero doesn't play all the rest of the games and um, you know he's on penalties up front for the best team in the league. So yeah. even though he's not particularly in you know, old Aguero kind of form, I don't think that particularly matters. And I'd be very surprised if he doesn't get at least one yeah. goal before the season's out. I think, you know, maybe more.
1: I'm going to I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> if I was in the top 10, I'm not sure. Maybe I would. Um, because I don't think the other people in the top 10 would. I'm not sure. No. Um,
0: no. And then with the winger, they've got too many players you can play out wide. Yeah. They have only, I mean, obviously in the big games in the Champions League, they tend to play mm. with a false nine of some sort. But I think in the league, it's pretty much Jesus and and Aguero, and um, Aguero's leaving them. So, surely, to do him right, they're just going to play him. Plus, Jesus can play wide, or in a two, as we've seen. So, I just think Aguero's not nailed, but, I mean, that's impossible to say in a pep team. But I think he's as close as anyone in the front line to play all the games.
1: Um, I mean, De Bruyne, obviously, if he's fit, there's some fitness concerns there. I'm just not convinced you're going to get the amount amount of games out of De Bruyne. Um, I'm in a position. I've got five million in the bank, so for the final transfer, I can do whatever. So I might as well mm. go for Aguero. I think Foden is an option. I don't think you're going to get the volume of games, but you can get no. explosive. I mean, if
0: you tell, if you could tell me now, Foden's going to, or or Mares are going to play all of the games. They're not. I think oh, they are yeah. just going to be the best option. But yeah. we just we don't we just know that.
1: Don't thing, know. So. Sterling quietly has been racking up some goals. Um, well, a goal <laughs> in the last <laughs> few weeks. Really? Um, but quietly he's looked quite threatening. Um, recently. Um, and I think the fixtures there are there for him. Gundogan, Torres, Jesus, Bernardo, Silva are sort of also Rams to consider. But I don't know. I'm just feeling, what the hell, go for it. Bit yeah, I think
0: another one I want to add is Cancelo. Because I think yeah. at the moment, they seem to be playing Walker at right in the Champions League in the big games. They'll be playing Walker at right back and then they play Zinchenko at left back. Usually could could be someone else. Can be Cancelo left back sometimes. Um, so for me, I just feel like Cancelo, he offers them so much going forward and he has been playing most of the Premier League games. Yeah. So this is another game where he's, his potential is massive. He's going to get yeah. you know, passes, he potentially can get tackles and he might be playing in the midfield, shooting at goal and stuff like he does sometimes. So he, he's definitely another option. Yeah,
1: player. if you wanted to go for you know defensive options, obviously Diaz is your safe bet, Cancelo's slightly more explosive potential. So Zinchenko as well.
0: Would be yeah, he's great whenever he plays. He's a fantastic sky asset. Yeah. It's just, yeah. This is the problem. These players that we're suggesting right now are anything far, you know, they're not, we're not guaranteeing they're going to play every game. It would be stupid to say that, but they are high risk, high reward yeah. players. And that's what you kind of need to make a difference at this it's, stage.
1: It's game week 36 coming up and then look at the appearances on this tally here. Obviously, Aguero, we know a lot of injuries, only 11, but even the likes of De Bruyne, 24 appearances. Foden, 26. Mahrez, 25. Sterling probably is the most with 29. I'm talking about attacking players here not not the defenders so if you're looking for an attacker um, you know they're, they're all going to carry that risk but I'm in that position what what I've been doing because I'm I'm not like gunning for first I'm my mentality in this is that I don't mind taking those risks like removing Kane or whatever
0: well there's also the added fact that we get to see the lineups yeah. for the Newcastle game and then when you put a new captain on that person as well that's almost a double down straight away so yeah. you could almost if they don't play the next two games you know potentially you mm-hmm. still could could reap yeah. the rewards from it if they go mad in that one game. So that's why it's it's more suggesting than uh, than otherwise. You know, we didn't get to see the lineups. There wasn't a captain option for them, Then they slipped down that list, but now they jump right near the yeah. top for me.
1: Um, before we look at the game week thirty six fixtures, uh, we've got a few fixtures left with game thirty five remaining. Um, so tonight, what have we got? We got uh, Manchester United against Leicester. So I'm going for Ianacho. You're you're going for your Leicester defender or Fernandez if he's playing, I guess.
0: Yeah, it would be Bruno if he's playing and yeah. he's not over with Suenchu but I'm not expecting any points either way. May, may, hopefully it's just a dull game. If Man United do pat out the kids as mm. rumoured and um, I think Leicester, maybe they're playing with a back four or five, I'm not sure, but obviously Johnny Evans isn't there and that was a bit of a tragedy versus Newcastle. So I'm not particularly expecting any points but I'm hoping just that both teams are tired and can't be asked and it's a nil-nil when I get some points for Suenchu but um, we'll have to see.
1: Um, we then got Chelsea against Arsenal so Mason Mount was rested I hope he was rested not, in, not a secret injury mm-hmm. so I'm going to captain him uh, for that one I guess Aspilicueta for you
0: yeah um, if he's playing obviously it'll be Aspilicueta you saw how good he was last oh. week and that's why he's I you know I tipped him to be I think the highest scoring player from overhaul yeah. till the end um, and he, he was on sort of track for that but then he ended up missing loads of games because he was so important yeah. to him so I don't. I don't think he's anywhere near now unfortunately but uh, yeah Aspilicueta for me I've obviously got Saka as well if he mm, does play yeah. so um, that's a kind of a backup I suppose but he's not nailed either so we'll see it could, otherwise it's a miss
1: um, Thursday 13th of May um, Aston Villa against Everton where we'll know the line-up Manchester United against Liverpool where we won't but I think we can guess this line-up I think we can guess Fernandez is going to play I think we can guess that Salah's going to play
0: yeah the Tuesday 11th is going to help us a lot there right if yeah. the whole team is rotated yeah. for this one then you'd like to think that they're going to be playing on the 13th and if that's the case my captain will probably be Bruno Fernandez. Um, mm-hmm. Salah is still an option, and I've got Calvert-Lewin. I've got Martinez. There's quite a few players available. I mean, Calvert-Lewin's been doing fine, mm-hmm. um, so could be tempted, but it'll probably be Bruno Fernandez because generally the rule is if he's playing, then you captain him, just in case. <laughs> yeah, so I mean,
1: I'm, I'm going to go for him or, or Salah. Probably, probably uh, Fernandez. I think that's the safest bet. So let's have a look at game week 36. So this is another another big a big set of uh, uh, fixtures. Coming up, so the Newcastle Manchester City. I think we've discussed really. Um, yeah. it's your, your Man City player, yeah.
0: The Man City player players, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and we get to see the lineup, so that's handy. That's quite a nice, uh, immediate, risk free move. If you want to take a risk on Foden and Foden's in the starting lineup, then you can do that and safe. Um, moving on to the Saturday, 15th of May, we've got Burnley against Leeds, Southampton against Fulham. Brighton against West Ham I, d- I said last week about Chris Wood that I think he's he's good for a couple of captaincies, So he was good this week for one and I think he's good for the next one as well, I think I'm gonna I'm, I don't like I don't trust Lingard at the moment within the formation that West Ham have Ben Rama has taken his role as it were and mm. Tony, it's just not it's not the Lingard we knew he could come back but for me for this particular fixture, you know, Rafinha or Chris Wood, probably Chris Wood.
0: But... Yeah, I'll be on Rafinha. It's mm-hmm. nice to have him back. Hopefully, yeah. he'll be starting that one. I feel like he can do pretty well in that. Rafinha's is the kind of player I think that could cause Burnley yeah. problems. You know, he's just lightning quick, and yeah, I think he, I think also the fact that they've missed him and he comes back, he's just got that yeah. star quality. I would yeah, yeah, yeah. be surprised if he doesn't get mad of the match, even if he doesn't return in yeah. any other way. So that that'll be my captain. Yeah. Plus, Brighton are just so. Solid, they're like a machine at home, and West Ham have been struggling, so yeah, I think that's a really the, tough game. The
1: difference of this, as, as, as big as a Brighton fan, no Lewis Dunk, as oh, in yeah, that yeah, yeah. could be a problem. There also could be no Veltman as well, Ooh, so, okay, yeah. So there, about the dancing. So
0: Antonio might be a bit of an option, so, then, so that's two
1: on. of their central three out, their usual mm. central, you know. But as we know from the beginning of this season, Brighton went about and literally bought up every single defender known to mankind. So they've got no shortage of the likes of Dan Byrne, Webster, Ben, ben White, White as well, um, you know, all, all a bunch of other kids coming through the, you know, all these defenders. It's like a, you know, it's like a mass herd of like, you know, Walking Dead, all the zombies coming. It's like, oh no, the Brighton defenders are coming over the hill. There's like millions of them. Anyway, so, <laughs> so that's what you're looking at there. Even so, I think, I think the, if you've got Antonio, I think it's possibly a good bet, I I think i still think there's a little risk with lingard for this day but um obviously if you've got lewis dunk get him out <laughs> he's been great goodbye and he, i i think it was ian parron of planet sky was um him, yeah he captained him and i was i was saying well you know we mentioned that lewis dunk could be the best captain that day and and it really was a case of i how many points is he gonna get
0: yeah he was on for an absolute <laughs> monster haul. Yeah. he was on for clean sheet because it looked pretty nailed at that time yeah. Uh, passes to two. Get I think of the he match, had on target as well. Yeah. A goal blatantly going to get man of the match. Yeah. So oh, it's going to be
1: that's a game yeah, it's changing a, move that was. And then he got sent <laughs> which is as a Brighton um, fan I know with Lewis Stunk. amazing. And then uh, own goals, red cards. I mean, he's got <laughs> that in his game. This is probably why Southgate doesn't pick him.
0: Um, I think it's when you, when you, you know, if imagine Champ Manager or, or Football yeah. Manager, you has got determination stat for someone. It's like his determination stat's above twenty, and he's got aggression above it as well, and it just causes him some issues. He's <laughs>
1: got, got aggression above it. Yeah, little <laughs> yeah. angry face above his head as he yeah. plays every game. Um, yeah, he's just got that. In him. It was a really pointless tackle as well. But um, anyway, um, moving on to the Sunday: Crystal Palace against Villa, Tottenham against Wolves. West Brom against Liverpool, Everton against Sheffield United. Um, Some options here. Um, I don't have Harry Kane, but I imagine Harry Kane's going to be very popular. uh, Mm. Son, Salah against West Brom, he'd be my one. Um, But Calvert-Lewin against Sheffield United. I think think that looks the one, probably.
0: Yeah, to be honest, it's so hard to call this, isn't it? Kane, Salah and Calvert-Lewin. Look the three standout picks this week. Um, and that's my front line. So, no doubt, I'll get no points and captain the wrong one. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't look like you can lose. I mean, I think I think every centre forward, or every sort of the, the main centre forward against Sheffield United for about the last eight or nine weeks, has returned yeah. some sort of points. Yeah. Um, so you know, Calvin Lewin. I'd expect he should do pretty well I mean I think Wolves are playing their kids at the moment quite a lot I think they're giving people a run out they've got nothing to mm. play for so they concern me there I feel like Kane could do well and then with West Brom they're already pretty they're down now aren't they mm. so um, yeah Salah he, he could go mad as well in that game it's so so tough I might just go Calvert-Lewin to be different yeah. because I haven't got any problems. that's probably what I'll end up doing but i probably have Calvert-Lewin first maybe Salah second I don't quite trust Spurs yeah I feel like um you know, under Mason, potentially, yeah. if any, they could share the points, basically, Sun and Bale can take it, and, yeah. and quite easily be man of the match in that game. For Liverpool, I don't really see many other man of the matches. Mane's look good, Mane, Salah, maybe, yeah. Trent. And then for Everton, it's basically Richarlison or Calvert-Lewin, they're the only two that ever stand out, I yeah. think, particularly. But actually, having said that, it's if Hamas Rodriguez is back as well, that'll be another factor, I suppose. But yeah, Calvert-Lewin.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think if I had Calvert-Lewin, I would go for him. I've got... I'd... I mean, I've got options, but Salah, Salah for me, would be the one. I mean, maybe Alexander-Arnold, if I wanted to go a little bit more different there. I mean, he is...
0: Probably get passes, maybe. Yeah. Even, even though he tries to swing the ball in and quite a lot, he still does get passes occasionally.
1: Now, the second half of the game week um, is a bit more interesting because we've got fans back for the home team. So I'm looking at this in terms of the home team, Players, I think they're the ones that are going to pick up man in the match. I think they're the ones are going to have the motivation to do well. And so, Manchester United against Fulham, Fernandez looks the standout that day. Southampton against Leeds, Brighton against Man City, Chelsea against Leicester. It's hard to call. I mean, would I be right in saying that oh, for that Tuesday? I mean, Fernandez at home to Fulham at home in front of fans.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just... yeah, it's an obvious one, isn't it? Mm. Again, it's it's going to be one of these ones where there's only this week and then one more to go. Mm. And if you're nowhere near catching the person above you, you're probably going to have to captain someone different. I think yeah. if you, you know if you don't care about falling down. But mm. for anyone else, I think Bruno Fernandez is just yeah. clearly the obvious pick here. I mean, Le- Leeds forwards could do great versus Southampton. You know, Man City could easily mm. win two nil versus mm. Brighton. Keep passing bonus. Yes, Aspaluqueta versus Leicester, if he plays, could easily get points. Yeah. No, there are other options, but Bruno Fernandez just stands out massively in the game. Fulham can't score a goal yeah. particularly. Expect us to have yeah. the ball a lot. Um, yeah, I think yeah. it's
1: pretty also six o'clock. You get yeah, to see the lineup, so no brainer. Um, yeah. Wednesday, nineteenth of May. Um, more more fans for the home teams. Um, Everton against Wolves. Newcastle uh, take on Sheffield United. Tottenham play Villa. Crystal Palace against Arsenal. Burnley against Liverpool. West Brom against West Ham. Um, Obviously, if it wasn't Liverpool, Chris Wood would be um, a, a contender for me here. But, yeah, looking at that, I mean, Calvin lewin once again, looks looks great. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to go with maybe maybe Salah away. I'm not going to go for the... I don't think I've got any credible home players apart from Chris Wood that day. So I'm going to go for an away one.
0: Yeah, Kane Kane home to Villa. Yeah, obviously. Good, but Martinez and Villa reasonably solid most of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Salah's probably the standout on this day, even though he's away. And Calvert-Lewin is an option. Just The thing with Everton, it depends whether the fans are going to make a difference because they've been pretty poor all season at home. But yeah. I'm just concerned about Wolves at the... I just think they keep playing. They're almost going through the motions now and putting kids out and stuff and seeing what they, they can yeah. try and do. And they don't really have much of anything. I know they won against Brighton, but I think that was purely down to the red card, to be honest. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they offered much before that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe Calvert-Lewin again.
1: Um, okay, let's move on to the community questions. Um, Luke NDN asks, your favourite looking players for next season from the Championship who are coming up? Um, for me, Buendia, Tony, Saralta, Messina, he says. all look, good options there. Um, so I've done a little bit of research. There's an immediate one. Get Buendia. <laughs> he is the KDB of the Championship. Um, mm-hmm. So looking at assists, yep, he's high up. Goals, yep, he's high up um then looking at tackles um, yep he's there as well um and then looking at shots yep he's there and um i was looking at save; might as well just put him in for save points as well um yeah he's the spread of points there um if you're looking for passing it's it's the dickensian law firm of skip hanley and Rupp from norwich uh with most accurate passes um then Brentford's, uh, I'm going to pronounce this completely wrong, so apologies, Brentford fans. If Brentford go up, they're currently in the play in the playoff position. Uh, Josh Dalva and Pontus Janssen um, are also strong on accurate passes um, should Brentford go up. If you're after tackle tier, um, Watford could be your place. Tom Cleverley and Jeremy Nage- Nage- Nagekia. And Bwendeer again, obviously, for Norwich. Mm. Um, shots Brentford's Ivan Tony um, 31 goals Timo Pukki 26 goals um, and they're both obviously strongest on shots per game along with you guessed it Buendia um, no. and saves Buendia, no not Buendia. um Tim Krul is second in, for Norwich's Tim Krul rather is second in the championship in terms of saves per match uh, 2.6 saves a match and only Stephen Bender at Swansea had more four so the Swansea keeper looks good if Swansea go up so Norwich and Watford going up definitely that's why I mentioned all those players Brentford are in third place currently so looking short of a playoff um, position um they are um you know so those players are are to be uh, targeted and that's why I mentioned the Swansea one they're coming in fourth then you have got Barnsley and Bournemouth, so the familiar names there that we know, we know and love, like David Brooks and all those others at Bournemouth, yeah, it's worth having a look at. Um, looking at this, I'm not sure how many games they got left in the championship. So uh, Reading are seven points off playoffs, and Cardiff a million points off. So I'm not sure uh, whether they can sneak in. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure how many games they got left. So yeah, they're the ones there. So yeah, some some options, and I reckon they'll all be cheap as well because Sky don't well, they like to do their
0: research do they? No I was going to say this is the thing it's all price dependent of course Um, and sometimes Sky let some of the the championship teams in particular Mm. slip through the net but I also think it's not necessarily their fault quite often these championship teams come up and then they sign a load of players and stuff becomes unclear as to who's going to play and Mm. often as well whoever's the star in the championship and then comes up it ends up being a different player that ends up actually being the star once we get to the mm. premier league that's happened a lot as well i mean when when dia stands out a lot there if he's quite yeah. cheap i think it's just that he's going to be one of these guys you can just put him mid- when we struggle for midfielders right and if he's yeah. ticking all those boxes then fair enough i think the passing bonus is probably brave i mean there's not many teams that come up and then actually get the passing mm. bonus i've have, have managed to do it but you know even the likes of their midfielders who are thinking they get passing bonus it's um it's just not enough, right? You need a little bit more as well. You need like a goal, assist, penalty, something with that. And it, it's not always the case. So, keepers, I think, are always viable for all the yeah. teams. You know, even Ramsdale, they're getting mm-hmm. relegated, but he's still picking up save bonus every week. Again, it was price dependent if he was much cheaper than everyone yeah. else. I mean, Sam Johnston this season's done well. I mean, there's there's always keepers that can do well. Generally avoid the defenders unless they're incredibly cheap, um, mm-hmm. just because those minus points are so, so harsh. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Buendia, and then obviously if Tony comes up and Puky yeah. come up, they're, they're going to be your sort of go-to captains, I would imagine on a particular days. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, obviously they're going to struggle to score that volume of goals, but they look like options. So yeah, interesting to see.
1: Yeah, it is interesting. So definitely, Buendia. I mean, there was talk that I mean he is you know Norwich's you know, well I guess Skip would be, but Skip's on loan um, would be you know Norwich's key best player. But Buendia, you know, in terms especially in terms of Sky. He's absolutely... He could be a monster in this game. could be an absolute monster. Um, So, yeah, moving on to the questions. Um, Dempsey asks, looking ahead to Wednesday, which is Chelsea-Arsenal. So this is currently recorded Tuesday. So apologies if this goes out after this match. But um, the question there, Chelsea versus Arsenal, he's only got one transfer in hand and he only has Aspilicueta and he can't be confident he can play. If he is rested, is it a case of just sitting this one out? Or with his one transfer left, getting a um, Chelsea or indeed Arsenal player in. What do you reckon?
0: Um, I think Arsenal and Chelsea both do have like decent games to end the season. So you could use it now at that point. Like I understand that and captain one of them. I think that game probably screams like a 2-0 Chelsea, like every Chelsea <sighs> game does. So but maybe you could go there. But then you'd have to think Aspilicueta might play the remaining two games. So are you benefiting that much from it? Maybe not in comparison to say... You know, the Friday night, the Man City game, which looks a better game to call in terms of like a four or a four goal win or something by Man City. Um, and it's a bit of a differential. And then you have to remember, Aspilicueta might come back for the final two games. So whereas you, your Man City player that you get in, if they do continue to play the next couple of games over a poor option, you I think it's probably better. So long winded, I'd probably say just avoid that, to be honest, and, and then look somewhere else. But I can understand doing it because Chelsea and Arsenal still have really good games to the end of the season.
1: Um D B asks a question which we've sort sort of answered, um, but he was saying let's picture this scenario. Um you've got one transfer left. Um you can afford Ian Acho to either KDB or Aguero on Friday. They both start. Who do you go for? Hmm. My answer is I'm gonna go for Aguero. What do you reckon?
0: Yeah, I think I I think I mean, KDB I think KDB is <laughs> He's just not done it in the sky all season, really, has he? It's been a couple of times. It's hard to say, you know, that's a reason to get him over Aguero because he hasn't done it either. But I just feel like because Man City are still in other competitions, and if there's any chance of Kevin De Bruyne being fit for those games, he is absolutely nailed to play them. Yeah. So on that basis alone, I would go Aguero because I just feel like he's more likely to play all of the games. Um, if they were all three to start all three of the games, mm. I'd go De Bruyne because Aguero rarely sees 90 minutes. Maybe just outscore him, yeah. but I just don't think that will happen. So I'll, I'd say Aguero, and um, for, for reasons
1: unknown, um, also um, asked a very similar question about Ian replacements. And they said, I think City's probably the best place to go, um, for this, uh, this
0: city, kind of... City, Liverpool, yeah, I think are the two the two main ones for me. I mean, you could look at Antonio from West Ham as well. We talked at the beginning, mm. uh, I think those are the three guys that I'd, I'd mainly look at now. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, Wilson's been taken away, he was potentially an option.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Scott McDonald asks is it worth holding a transfer for the last day of the season uh, with all games being played simultaneously and with fans for the, those, uh, yeah. for the home fans um, yes but the other thing is you will definitely have a captain that day unless you're massively unlucky and all mm. 11 of your players get injured
0: I just uh, strange things happen on the final day mm. you know strange results teams are different mm. you know, someone might get injured from now to the end yeah um, if you've got one, you know, amazing. I, I think I think he holding one can really benefit you. I mean, the reason being, I guess, is you, you kind of got a target, right? You'll be sat in, your, let's say you're sat second in your mini league. You're eight points behind first. Mm. You can be pretty confident who he's going to pick and who he's going to captain on that final day. Um, you've suddenly got something, you know, like a a tool in your armoury to to potentially claw back those eight points. So I do really like it. And if there's any surprises, you know, what happens if Salah doesn't play or whatever that everyone's got or Kane, Mm. he only recently got injured and came back and kind of got rushed back. So he's got Euros coming up soon. So are they even playing for anything anymore by that stage? Maybe not. I mean, I think he'll play. I'm just saying there's loads of examples like that where you just never know and the final day throws up some strange things. Um, who, Who do Man City play on the final day? They play home to Everton, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Aguero. I think Aguero is getting man of the match in that game if yeah. he just takes to the field. Just, I think it's going to be the worst play. The wall
1: gone, it. and they might as well, yeah. That bloke in the stands, whoever's yeah. whose mum is it? Um, Rodriguez, is, no. Who's who is it? Whoever, who's been getting weird man of the matches this season? Carpet, so this, many. This mum will come onto the field and just hand Aguero, and he hasn't even kicked a ball yet. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah.
0: Um,
1: okay. Ff thinker says. Um, yeah, final question, this is, uh, with one transfer left, with no Kane, no Salah, or no City on Friday, uh, what to do? He's happy enough with Alexander-Arnold covering Salah, but he can't decide. So I'm I'm sort of almost in that position. I've got no Kane or City. Um, as we said, I think it's go for City. I think
0: yeah.
1: i prefer them to, to Spurs. I
0: agree. I'd say Salah, if he didn't have, because he's got Trent that can yeah. cover it, and he doesn't have the other options... Yeah. You know, Salah would be my top, but because he's got Trent, he can probably maybe get away with it, so therefore go City, I would. It's,
1: it's one of those examples where, yeah, yes, Salah, you might, you're going to miss out on Salah's points, but it's one of those things where it wouldn't surprise me Alexander-Arnold outscored Salah in at least two or three of those fixtures. So, um, yeah, that's all of the um, questions covered. Um, but just a reminder of um, some of those stats that we've used from the members area of Fantasy Football Scout. Do have a look at that. Also, if you've liked this episode, do press the like button and uh, and do remember subscribe on our YouTube channel and also wherever you receive our podcasts. But for the meantime, Luke, um, thanks so much for joining me and good luck with your game week in Sky.
0: Cheers, Joe. Same to you and I shall see you on the next one.